Hello, my friend. Welcome to episode 15 of the Grumpy Girlfriend podcast with me, your host and certified life coach, Katrin Bernd. This week, I want to talk to you about the past, your relationship to it, and how that relationship affects your present moment and your future. So let's start off with a good old cliche. All we truly have is the present moment. The past no longer exists. And the future doesn't exist yet. All we have is right here, right now. So where does the past and future live? Well, it's in our minds, of course. The thoughts we have about the past and the thoughts we have about the future have the power to kind of transport us to a different time, but only inside of our minds. So why does all of this matter? Are we never supposed to think about the past or the future and just always live in the present moment? Well, no. That wouldn't be very convenient for a bunch of reasons that I'm sure you can imagine. But we can learn a lot from the concept of mindfulness and being present in the moment. When we think about the past, we're most often thinking about it through our subjective lens. You know, the the filter that your brain has created over a lifetime that is always looking for confirmation of the things you believe to be true. Your brain's chosen story. Confirmation bias, remember? And the same is true for the future. Our brains are super clever and a bit lazy. They want to conserve as much energy as possible, so it's just not a good idea to constantly be challenging our beliefs and what we think is true. Therefore, our thoughts about the past will very much kind of spill over into our thoughts about our futures. So something happens, we act a certain way, there are consequences, we experience emotions, and depending on the thoughts and emotions that we experience in that moment, our brains will pick up on that and then decide whether or not this is something we want to experience again in the future. These are super basic survival mechanisms at play. So, back to the present moment. Why do our thoughts about the past and future actually make a difference here and now? As you know if you've listened to a few episodes of the podcast, our thoughts create feelings in our bodies. And our feelings don't discriminate. They pop up whether you're thinking about the past, about the present, or about the future. So if you think about your past in a very negative way, you're going to feel negative emotions right here, right now. Remember, you're not thinking about facts from the past. Facts are boring, uninteresting, completely neutral. They don't make you feel anything. You're thinking about the movie that your brain has directed about those facts in the past. And then you feel something about yourself or your past or your relationship based on that movie. And the same goes for your future. If you think about it in a very doom and gloom kind of way, 
Those thoughts about your future will create a feeling in your body today, right here, right now. You will feel a certain way in your body. Obviously, the future hasn't happened, and you're not thinking about facts of the future. You're thinking about things you think might happen, or things you fear will happen, or possibilities of what could be true for you one day. Regardless, your thoughts about the future will generate a feeling today. In the past, all you really had was the present moment. And in the future, all you will have is also the present moment. I know I'm repeating myself a lot today, but I really want this concept to sink in because it's so important. What can very easily happen if we're not aware of our thoughts and the power we have over them is that we think the past is true, we think our guesses about the future are true, and we then feel imprisoned in the present moment and the negative emotions that we experience because of those quote-unquote truths. What happens is that our brains start looking to the past for evidence and information about what is going to happen in the future. A habit that is vital from a survival viewpoint. But when we want more than just to survive, when we want to thrive and experience new things, grow, learn, improve, develop, do something new, this habit is completely useless. If we always thought that the past held evidence of what we're capable of in the future, no toddlers would ever learn how to walk. We would never ride bikes, learn how to do math, learn how to cook, pay bills, have sex, none of it. Because until we do it for the first time, our past holds no evidence of it even being possible. Now, you might be thinking that, well, obviously we haven't done it before we do it, but other people have. So a toddler learns how to walk because other people are walking and it kind of knows that it's possible. Or we learn how to pay bills from someone who has done it before. Easy. Yes. That's exactly my point. Yet at some point in our lives, we stop looking at what is possible for other people as something that is possible for us too. And we instead start focusing on why we're so different than they are, why it's possible for them and not for us. We focus on all the things that are holding us back. And not rarely, our brains decide to use the argument, I've always been this way and therefore I can't really change. Or, I don't know how to change, I've never done it before. All of a sudden, the past is the strongest evidence we have of our incompetence and inability to be different. So, what does all of this mean? Well, I named this episode your past is a teacher, not a guide. 
There is so much that we can learn from our pasts. How to do things, how not to do things, and what we could potentially do different going forth. The past holds information and data from our past actions and experiences. But what your past is not is a guide that will take you where you want to go. Your past will only take you to the same places you've already been and won't expose you to anything new, for better and for worse. If you feel stuck and unsure of how to move forward and how to access this world of possibilities for yourself and your future, then you might need a guide to lead the way. This guide can be in form of a person who literally helps you get there, or it can be a person who has gone before you that you can learn from. Someone who has learned how to walk and can inspire you to believe that you can do the same. Or perhaps a guide can be your future self and what you want her to be like, and then the wisdom and knowledge you can get by thinking of your current life through the eyes of her. When you find your guide, your brain is going to come up with all the reasons why they are so different than you are, why it was way easier for them, and you are a very special snowflake who just cannot walk the same path that they laid out for you. It might sound something like, oh, but they're more beautiful than I am, or That just kind of comes naturally to them, or they are not nearly as anxious as I am, or they have more followers on social media than I do, or their partner is way better than my partner. (laughs) All the excuses that you can possibly think of. And why does the brain do that? Is it because it's just like conveying a truth to you? No, of course not. It's because it's unsafe to change. It's risky and we might die, literally. (laughs) Change is not a good thing because you're already surviving the way you are now. Let's just leave it at that and be happy. (laughs) That's what your brain is saying. But as we all know, we have a more evolved part of our brain that wants to thrive that wants to grow and actually does see possibility in our futures. That voice is just a lot softer than the survival voice that is screaming, no! The survival brain is always going to be very loud and we can be grateful for that feature that has kept us alive for so long, But we can also get better at not listening to it and allowing the curious brain a chance to speak its mind. That's what I believe is the biggest difference between those who experience change and growth and those who stay stuck. What part of the brain are you focusing on and listening to the most? So whether you're struggling with jealousy maybe controlling behavior of your partner, insecurities, guilt and shame surrounding your feelings and behaviors, or maybe you're struggling with a partner who doesn't always do things the way you want them to. Well, you don't have to look to the past for information about who you are and who you have the potential to be. And you're allowed to be a little wild and crazy 
when you think about your future and who that version of you could possibly be. Because whether you're thinking about your past or about your future, those thoughts are going to make you feel emotions today, right this second. And those feelings will dictate how you experience and go through your life. Your feelings will always drive the actions you take and what kind of person you show up as in your life and in your relationship. So be very mindful about the story you tell about your past and the guesses that you make about your future. They won't change the past or control the future, but they will impact you right now. And as we know, right now is ultimately all we've got. If you feel that you're in need of guidance on your journey to a happier, more confident and content self, I walk alongside many amazing, strong women every week inside of my one-on-one coaching program. There's no doubt in my mind that you've got what it takes to become that version of you that you have always wanted to be. Go to katrinband.com to learn more. Thank you so much for listening this week. I will see you next week. Bye-bye.